0: This is a podcast from RTE Radio 1.
1: It's ten o'clock at night, and finally, Tommy has put on his own music.
0: Everybody knows where you go when the sun goes down I think you only live to see the lights of town
1: I wasted my time when I would try, try, try The kind of music he likes. But that's not what's on during the day. (laughs) Sit down. You're in County Mayo on the Sligo border in Charlestown, and we're here for an anniversary. Because 40 years ago this year, local man and national journalist John Healy announced the economic death of this place. He wrote a bestseller at the time called No One Shouted Stop, The Death of an Irish Town. You're here to find out if anything's changed since then. Back then, John Healy mentioned the recent closing of the railway line and the lack of investment and opportunity which was forcing young people out. Throughout this anniversary period... Experts will probably run a rule over the town and pronounce on its economic health 40 years on. They'll be picking over the bones of a skeleton or marvelling at a corpse that got up and danced at the wake. In the meantime, you and I are just going to sit here and observe with our ears. We're in a place that didn't exist in towns like Charlestown 40 years on. We're in a convenience store come cafe. This one is on the edge of town and it opens from early morning until late at night. It's owned by Mary Gallagher and her husband Tommy.
2: How are you? Good form now, good form.
1: We'll get a cup of tea from the machine. This works by putting a small rectangular black cartridge into the machine to get the tea out. We'll find one of the small round tables with the wood effect formica top. We find one near the hot food counter where we can hear Lisa and Bernie serving the men in their high-vis jackets. Can I get a burger with cheese on it and toast it, please? Just cheese. Toasted, yeah.
3: Yeah. cheese.
1: From where we sit, we can see down a narrow passage beside the kitchen where Mary's working. She's counting bottles of fizzy drinks. What are you writing up here?
4: It's the order that came in today.
1: And you put a price, on, price on the side
0: it. of it? Yeah,
4: the girl coming in then at six o'clock when she's done, um, she would price it off from push up on the shelves.
1: For the next few hours while we're here, Mary will be back and forwards, disappearing in to talk to the accountant who's come to work on the books, and then back out again to meet with delivery men. And we'll hear from them too. You get used to it. You get used to yeah. it. I yeah. want do you listen to the radio? or talk to myself. And I
5: never get any complaints, or I never get any arguments, or...
1: Once or twice we'll get up from the table and walk around. Outside in the forecourt there's petrol, coal and dog food for sale. There's a car wash and a car repair garage out back. As you come back inside you'll notice two men sitting in a black car. They've been there for over half an hour. They're not getting petrol or food or groceries. We'll try and find out later what they're up to. Inside, we'll walk past the shelves of the little supermarket Seven and past Polish woman Ivana on the cash desk. If you talk to her, she'll tell you she can't get over the amount of sweets the Irish. Eat.
3: Irish people eat many sweets.
1: But most of the time, we'll sit at the table in this little corner of Charlestown and listen.
3: Talk to these two lads here. They're great customers of right?
1: And by the end of the day, by the end of the programme, we'll have our own impression of John Healy's town 40 years on.
4: now go very well today the, That's so what, Yeah. What time do you start? Well, I start at nine. There's another woman that starts, she's actually off today. She starts at half seven in the morning. Like, she'd have cooking food then and... From then on in, it's busy, you know. Right. Yeah.
6: And is this
1: what you've always done, or what no, did you do previously? No, no.
4: I've, I've, I've done many as a job. I'm a mother of four, and I've kind That's of just started... Yeah, started back to work now, you know, just part-time basis, you know.
1: What ages are the, are the four?
4: My four are 16, 13, 10 and 5. Oh, right. Yeah, so, so I put them off to school, and then I come in here, and then I'm <laughs> home again for them. For the five-year-olds? Half, yeah, for, at half, two. So it's grand.
1: What did you do before you, you did the mother, and then you did this?
4: I was hairdressing, and I worked in England for British Telecom. How long were you in England? Six years. Did you
1: enjoy it? I loved it. Did yeah, you? I loved it. Yeah, but it's not.
4: It's it's lovely for single when you're single, but when you have kids, it's not a great place. Right. It's just not safe for kids. And then there's not a great social scene with, you know, say young families, everyone tends to keep themselves, so you're kind of very lonely on your own. Hi there. I one of the burgers, Oh, sure. nearly ready now. Now, with everything you take out of the oven, you have to set temperatures.
1: So you're sticking a probe in us there? Sticking
4: is? a probe, yeah. To make sure. It has to be above, say, 90 degrees for it to be safe. No, see, that's not ready now. It hasn't come up. The temperature hasn't come up. We couldn't be set on that now. Sorry, the burgers aren't ready yet. It'll be like five five minutes. I love that like chicken out as a meal. That
3: one right there.
5: And a, and a coffee as well. Coffee, large coffee, yeah. yeah.
3: Sure. there you go. Thank Thanks very much. See you later.
1: Yep. What was that you just did from there?
3: It's the bacon roll.
1: Nice.
3: Did a bit of cheese. How long are you doing? got That's three so years, part time. I was in school, like. Oh, yeah. I was in college, saying, I installed I did business first. So it's a year course, all it was. Yeah. It was grand, I liked it. But it's hard to find a job afterwards. Everything is just hard to find. Anywhere around this area, it's very bad. Is it? Yeah. Everywhere I went there, uh, there's nothing, nothing there. So I'll wait to call. I'm going to college next this year, hopefully. Why is
1: everyone telling <laughs> us that there's loads of jobs around?
3: I don't see any jobs around the place. Did you do payroll as well? At payroll, yeah. And
4: everyone oh. should be loads jobs in here. See, her problem is she doesn't want to leave mummy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I have it too well, I know.
4: Yeah.
3: like she's the home bar just see, so she does leave the... the I, uh, I like to stay around the region, all right. So I like, oh, around Charis, having to we so I would be happy, like... And Anywhere have you worked abroad that?
1: at all, or worked out at all? No.
3: A... I hope we'll just really in the year or two for a year, anyway. Oh,
1: that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. So just
3: for a year, a little bit of work, and, like, me, me and my friends are going, so... See how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Okay. If the boyfriend <laughs> goes with her, then
4: she'll go. Are
1: you going to try and get away from the boyfriend or try to? <laughs> oh, no, not yet.
3: It's
4: coming, you were it's only a new, fresh
3: relationship, yeah. Oh, is this is my like matchmaker here, so it is. I, I she missed, uh, yeah. She uh, used to do and everything. We yeah. were in the pub and she was there going, go on, he ah, doing were not. She was, yeah. i yeah. set
1: them up. What, yeah, yeah. what is it about people when they get to a certain age, they start organising everyone else's life? Because she wanted Cause,
3: it. Because they can't do it themselves, you see. They can't, she's married, like, so she can't yeah. do it. No, she, she's no good at doing it herself, so I had to set it up for her. And what did you do?
1: You didn't go over to him, did you?
3: He was, he's a regular here anyway, like, he's always yeah. in the shop. He works in the I chart,
4: uh, it was nice just a measure of um, urging me. So, no, no, no. Go
1: on. So tell me, he came to, to buy food here.
4: <laughs> he, he he buys f- food every single day here.
1: And he, he's working as a builder At the bypass.
4: Yeah, that's right. So I'm, you said what?
3: I just said. Would oh, you to like a bit of Lisa?
4: <laughs> no. <laughs> he, has, he has to buy us a drink and.
3: And the white basket
4: yeah. and he says, he says, I said something, what's wrong with you? Or something like, I, knew I, he went, liked, I went to the toilet. I knew she likes him, you see, and he likes her. And I said, what's wrong with said, you? He said, does she like me? Does she really like me? And I said, yes. I said, what's, what's the hold-up like here? He said, oh, I just wanted to know, does she really like me? And I said, oh, she does, of course. I
1: the thought, poor guy, you're so shy.
4: He's very <laughs> shy. You hold that, Lisa, there. Are they done now? They're done, not over 90 degrees, had that branch.
1: Behind Lisa and Bernie on the washing up is Katrina from the Czech Republic.
4: Oh, I lived before in Dublin, mm-hmm. um, half year, and here live one year. Here.
1: Why Why pick here? Why did you say, ah, Mayo? Why did you say, I go to Mayo?
4: I don't know, because here is nice.
1: Are there other people who speak Czech in Charlestown? Oh,
4: yeah, um, here is more Czech people.
2: We went to mostly to Lincolnshire from around this area, a place called Lincolnshire, and then all this area mostly went to that place, really, you know, for this potato picking. This is Jimmy. He's come full circle.
1: He's sitting at a table in his yellow coat with reflective stripes, and Bernie has just served him his favourite heated fruit scones with jam and a pot of tea. Jimmy's working on the nearby bypass. He's from the area, but he doesn't live here. He used to live in London where he worked on the buildings and the tunnels. His brother died in a building site in an accident and that's one thing that's changed.
2: I went when about 16 and that and um, the safety in England was very bad at the time and all, really. There was a lot of bribery going on in that and a lot a lot of Irishmen got killed in England at that time, really.
1: What would you be bribing for? The
2: safety offers and that, tell, like, go ahead, shut eye on, on things. And um, that's what happened with my brother and them. Uh, he uh, happened to be he was the only one that got killed. that day. There was um, eight of them fell, really.
1: After his brother's death, Jimmy's family wanted him to leave construction. But coming from a farm of four cows, the building sites brought good money although you had to spend before you earned.
2: Unless you had done the session, anyone will tell you, unless you had done the session every night with the former and gang of men, you wouldn't want it. It would be wanted the next day. Oh,
1: would you have to buy them jar during
2: the session? Oh, yeah. That was a lot in it. That was a lot in it, to be quite honest with yeah. you. for the gang of men and that, and, and treating this gang of men and all this. And that was, sucking up to them. Sucking up to them, and was a, yeah, otherwise the young lads wouldn't be wanted.
6: Yeah.
1: Jimmy now has a house in Donegal, where he moved well, to build another road. Although he's back in his home place now with the bypass, he's renting a house with other workers from the site.
6: We
2: get on and there's a law there for everyone. Even when we go in in the evening, I make sure the work boots come off into the door and put on a pair of way. shoes. But they
1: don't resent that, do
2: they not? No, they communicate very well. Because if once the law is laid down for one, it'll work for everyone.
1: Another mammy is up at the food counter. She's Lisa's mammy.
3: Get best treatment, tracks the job. <laughs> it's
1: her third time in today and she's buying food, especially sausage rolls, and she does her share of housework.
0: I do home help on some of the home helps, they like their sausage rolls. Oh, I see. How
1: many people are you doing the home help for? I have about six or seven. And how do you manage to look after six or seven people in the one day? Because
0: that... you get an hour or maybe two hours in some of the houses.
1: And do you enjoy the, the home help? Oh, I do, I love it. Yeah. It's physical though, isn't it? It's tiring,
0: isn't it? It can be tiring, but you have. Each person you have time for, and it's they get the time. You know, it's on a one-to-one basis.
1: Okay. And what about, is there any shame associated for, on their part with having help? Or is it difficult, for example, if you have to look after their personal hygiene? Well, in- you see,
0: some people some people don't mind. They're glad of the help. Others are totally embarrassed, and they don't want to be stripped off, or, and they keep saying to you, like, you know... Oh, it's terrible that it has come to this, that I can't look after myself. But, I mean, most of them are just glad that they have somebody. Because when you go into them, they might not have seen anybody from the time you leave them the day before until you're coming in the next day. So they love just that they can tell you everything then, like... We basically know more about some of the people than their own families would know about them. So you're like a a school teacher of children. (laughs) Exactly, but it's adults. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: And are the families all right? Or do the families kind of think it's a
6: bit of a...
0: Well, the families can vary. Some of them might think that you're not doing half enough for them. Whereas other families are delighted that you're doing what you're doing. There's only so much you can do in an hour. And... It's mostly an hour and a half. Sometimes you have only an hour to bat them, put them into a bath, take them out of a bath, dry them, powder them all up, and it's time for you to go. Because I mean, you can't just shove somebody into a bath and pull them back out again. Yeah, yeah. So it does take time. But um, most of the time, like you have it all done in an hour, you put on the fires, bring in turf for them, and sweep up and make beds for them. Do any
1: of them treat you as a servant?
0: You'll find a few houses that will. How do you deal with that? Well, you just tell them straight and plain that you're not, (laughs) that you're definitely not there for that. So you've
7: six or seven in the one day? Yeah. So you're on the road all day? Yeah.
1: Beside this lady at the hot food counter, someone else is on the road all day. Hi,
7: Bonnie. No, fillets left now. It's a burger. It's a burger
1: He's standing there in an anorak and underneath it a Mayo GA jersey.
6: Do
7: you wear the Mayo jersey all the time? No, I was going to the gym, so I thought it was handy to put on. And where are you originally from? Or are you from around here? North London. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. And oh, what brought you over here? Oh, uh, woman. Following <laughs> <laughs> the old wife is from Charlestown. So. Okay. What was the move over like? Oh, Kew. it was good. Eight years ago. so... What was the biggest shock? What was the most difficult thing to get used to? And honestly, the nosiness. <laughs> you know, you're coming from a big city. And you, you just get people ask you direct questions all the time, even as much as how much money did you bring back with you? You know, that was they a big How no, They did. No. That's a big no, I can't shock. imagine people ask you that. No, you can't, no. <laughs> It was true. I suppose it's what's known as a community here is everyone knows everything and wants to know everything. So you- so- but I mean, I don't miss it really. You just make your life where you want to make it and get on with it. Are you nosy now?
1: Do you ask direct
7: questions now? No. I'll steal myself. So, if someone's got a, a, a million more than me or a million less, I really don't care. <laughs> and when you say you're around the town during the day, what do you do around? the I'm town? I'm a ta- local taxi man. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. So, what's that like? Well, it's a living. It's funny at times, depressing at other times. But you
1: know. When is it funny? And when is it depressing?
7: Well, it all involved with drink. That's when both oh. sides of the border is with drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: That's coach coaching
7: the basketball. Do you
4: have a number for him? Basketball coach. Or
7: oh, the yeah. Anthony. Anthony, yeah.
4: I have. Can I drop that, uh-huh. that phone? Actually
7: I haven't got on this one. I've got my other phone. I'll drop oh, it into it. you. Yeah. Oh. Drop it into me sometime. Drop it
4: You're in, yeah. In, yeah. yeah.
1: You're listening to Flux with Ronan Kelly. In this programme, we're in a convenience store cum cafe cum petrol station in Charlestown, County Mayo. And why? Well, 40 years ago this year, the local journalist and national journalist John Healy wrote that this town was dead. We're here to get a taste of the place 40 years on. It's a BMW. How is it? It's an older,
6: it's a 95 one, but it's a 525. They last a long time to be looked
1: after. The roads are good around now, aren't they? Yeah. Are they? Where are you from? Castlebar. Oh yeah. <laughs> and have you always worked around me, or have you worked away? Yeah. Yeah, i didn't got too far away. Heading, would you believe I'm heading to Killarney? I'm driving to Killarney? <laughs> In What's the? Is it a rep or? No, no, no. I'm picking the kids up. They're down at the All Island Dance Championships. How many are you picking up? Two kids and a wife. Where did you come from today? From Sligo. From
6: Sligo? We're okay. up in Galway, just passing through. Dentist appointment
1: All three of you going into the dentist? <laughs> you needed your hand held, did you? <laughs> I did, yes.
6: <laughs>
1: the side of your face is nummer anthem, isn't it? It is yeah,
4: it its yeah, with a bit.
1: Alright, are you okay?
4: Fine. Look, because you're eating
1: chocolate and you just have to leave to the dentist. Remember the two men I told you about earlier, sitting for ages in the black car in the forecourt? Well, they've just finished their chat. One man has gone off in his northern registered car and the other's about to get into his Dublin registered jeep. They were having a business meeting.
5: We're down We're down here, we're looking for dealers. We have a product called Speedliner, which is a polyurethane liner. It's sprayed onto the backs of vans. It can be used in indoor fridges. The inside back of vans? In, you know, like an open back, like a pickup truck. Yeah. And also on the inside, say, like a hi or something like that. Right. It, it waterproofs them, it protects them, the whole lot. You can spray the walls, floor the whole lot and we're looking for dealers.
1: And do people care that much about how they're...
5: Well, they will by the time I'm finished talking <laughs>
1: <to>. <laughs> The two men met here because Charlestown is now on an ideal crossroads where the road from Westport to Dublin intersects the road from Galway to Sligo. The N15 with the famous N17. So even though the railway line went, the good roads came and Charlestown, or at least the people like the Gallaghers and their shop, benefited. But those days may end soon. Because the Dublin and Galway Road are bypassing the town.
2: But when you lose your business, it's hard to win it back. Yes, right, very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's How are you doing? How you doing, Tom? Good form now. Good Not form too yourself. Good form. Not too bad, thanks. No, these are all yours. I right. I wouldn't think that Dublin want to do too much harm to the town. The Derry Galway one, if they will be bypassed in time, is it that would be more harmful to the town and right. you know, all business-wise. Too. Will it? It will. Yeah, oh, it will. Okay. But
1: then you might get another kind of business. I mean, a lot of time towns that get bypassed, they, ju- they have their own people then coming back to... Show they you have,
2: them, you? that's right, that's right, yeah. Well, if the housing in the area comes up after the bypass, it kind of evens itself out again, uh, you know. I
1: yeah. don't know. Anything like a bypass takes away business. It does,
2: it does. Well, it, especially in village it. stations or a thing like that now, yes. yes. Fellas I've talked to now, they'll be down... 15, 20, 30% light. You know yeah, well, which is a lot of it I wouldn't be here buying my dinner for tomorrow No, no, no. If, if, if it was bypassed Yeah, I can well imagine
5: that The sooner they get the, the bypass done the better, you know and okay. take a lot of traffic away from Charlestown anyway I'm driving for a firm called Target Express up in Knock Airport that I do. I go from Sligo to Knock and then back again. So there's that much stuff coming into the airport. Oh no, no, it's not coming on our flights now. It comes down on lorries from on a lorry from, from Dublin.
1: What did you do before you did
5: it? I was a machine driver. I spent 17, seventeen years in
1: in London. And did you enjoy the time over beyond in England? Loved it. You loved it. Loved it. So, see, the woman behind the counter said that to me as well. Loved it. Because you were a single man, was it?
5: Oh, I was a married man. The only reason I came home was for my kids' sake. That's the only reason I came home.
1: What was so wrong with over
5: there? I didn't like them growing up over there, you know what I mean? So, so I mean, I know there's drugs here, but there's an awful lot more over there and there's a lot, an awful lot more funny people over there.
1: Now, we've our share a weirdos over oh, there. Oh, we know we share a weirdos. you fellas live on their own. But not, not as group. many as there is over there,
5: I tell you. No, not as many as there is over there. Do you think so? Oh, no, 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 no not half as many. And I find that they have a lot more freedom over there. They have a lot more freedom here. Way what, more freedom. What ages are they now? Well, my daughter is... She'll be 17 in September, and my young lad'll be maybe 13 in May. So she's got the start coming up, and all. Yeah, but she's doing a transition year at the moment. Oh,
1: good. All right. And had any notions what she wants to do? Nursing, I think. Oh,
5: right. great. But, so, like, she said to her, I said, well, "Well, where do you want to where do you want to go nursing?" She said, "I might go to Dublin." I said, "Don't go to Dublin." I said, "Go to Galway or go somewhere that you'll be able to get home once in a while. You won't be." On the tatter. You won't be like your old man when he was when he was single, put loose and fancy free. well
2: oh, they're nice. Where are they from? Crimbles. Crimbles. They're gluten free. They're good for you. I do, Johnny God. I love them up there, you know. Do they? Yeah. It's the coconut, is it? I don't know what it is, oh the cabin man delivering them every month, you know, I'm like a migraine. So today they... <laughs> You're like a migraine. It's a migraine. I come through the door once a month, you know.
1: Do you have a line that you use? Do you kind of say, these are going very well?
2: Oh no, no, no. You sell by demand. It's by demand. You have places that
1: sell well, you know. Do the coconut rings go well in in Donegal?
6: Oh, all that. Gluten-free. Gluten-free products. Goes well in Donegal? Yeah.
1: So if John Healy were writing today, he'd be writing about the bypasses. He'd also be writing about the young people some of whom have never worked outside Mayo, unless they want to go to, for example, Australia for a year. But he'd also be writing about the fate of those young people in the near future. And that's something a man who comes in in a 4x4 has on his mind. But he doesn't come into the shop until later. First, there's the evening rush to get out of the way. What has you in service?
4: Cat food, is it? I've been working till now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. Where were you working? I was up in the, in the sports centre. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. Teaching yoga. Teaching yoga? Yeah. Oh, right. did yeah. you get money coming in? Yes, yeah. They're did brave, you... the elements. Did they? Yeah. <laughs> and are they all calm now? They are, and yeah. the whole of Charlestown. Is... That's yeah. right, that's right. And are you teaching it long? About 10 years.
1: And how did you get into it? How did you decide
4: to? I started practising it myself, and I got so much benefit out of it, I decided I'd go on and train to be a teacher.
1: So you've got fruitcake and you've got chocolate and you've got cat food. That's right. Will the cat go crazy if you don't? He will. (laughs) And who's the fruitcake and the chocolate for?
4: Eh, Not for me. (laughs) The
2: people I live with. Well, they go crazy if they
1: don't get their Uh, fruitcake.
2: 6.23.
1: The last four people into Gallagher's gala shop in Charlestown today have heavy loads. An enormous bag of spuds, a big pile of newspapers, a tray of bread, and a bag of coal.
2: I was in Oh really? yeah? Yeah. It the roads aren't too bad.
1: I don't What was on down Morris? Characters. Did you buy anything? It's
6: the
2: clips for clips, clips a tractor.
6: What did they do? When you put on, put on a bail carrier at that, On the lift around. You put down the pin and it, it, it holds in place. Oh, they were, right. selling, they were selling them with the carrots. options? They were selling them, yeah. were selling them at the uh, we with the carrots. options. Were you up the option? I was, I was. Yeah. I
1: thought about a few of these. <laughs> <laughs> can you not buy them in an ordinary shop?
2: No, well, We can. Yeah, anyway. up it. It's
6: the cheap with the car the Yeah, it's oh, cheap. We are. And euro per the car. And 10 euro. Yeah. How are you, Tom? Oh, here's the man I
0: want. Pearly.
1: Good hungry weather, though. Bread. bread. At this hour of the night? Yes. All right. Is it fresh? Yes, very much so. Why do you deliver at night time? I thought bread always came I in. I'll tell
6: in. you what's easy. I get the bread up around nine o'clock, half
1: nine. All oh, right. And are you going from now until early in the morning? Uh, no,
6: I'm just finishing off now, and then I'll start. I'm at the airport at half six in the morning. Then. People ask, how, why do you do long hours? I'd be finished now at maybe one, two o'clock tomorrow, you see, so I'll have the day to myself then for... Mm-hmm. But, like, I'd be involved with young in the old football and that up here, so it sort of suits me then during the day, because I with to the old schools up here for the for the underage. And it has its swings and it has it's...
1: <laughs> what are you buying all the papers for?
4: I don't. I get them in the evenings. My pet here <laughs> for
1: nothing, because Absolutely. they do the returns.
4: How you mean? Mm, yes.
1: <laughs> Which well, and do ha- I
4: have three sons. I have to be careful because men are very expensive to <laughs> to rear.
1: And do you do you um how long does it take you to read them all
4: we go through them but then we put them out under the dog we cheer them up and oh, you know, put them out the dog out in the barn
1: alright oh, so they keep them for you every evening yes Well, and I go and going. get
4: them yeah oh I see because oh, I great. just live up the road
1: what ages are the sons uh, 26
4: 25 and uh, 13
1: so they have you well spoiled no well, uh, they look after you hooked. all the time
4: we're only after getting rid of the 25-year-old. Don't say
1: it like that. I You're will. heartbroken that he has flown the nest. No, best.
4: absolutely <laughs> delighted because he went to college in Sligo and uh, he got a science degree and uh, he graduated in November so he's gone off to work for the first time now in um, Dublin.
1: If you, if you, you pull in the bag, it. I'll hold that. Yeah, Here's another man with a pile of old newspapers. He's putting a bag of coal in the front of his car, a shiny new 4x4 and the papers are to protect the cream-coloured of I'd like to be all right
6: there. I want to be okay. Are you a Charlestown man? Well, i have a probably Charlestown. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, I bought it, I bought it about, uh, myself my wife bought it about nine years ago. And how's Please. it going for you? Not too bad, good. Very Is good. It? Yeah.
1: When you came here nine years ago, what was it like? What was the, the mood? Well,
6: like? the mood of the town was, I'd say, they were still living, i say, in a... Hoping something would happen, but it wasn't going to happen, you know. It needed a bit of an help, you know what I mean? They were talking, they were talking it down rather than talking it up. That's how I felt. Hey, you know, what's happening in Charleston? Nothing, you know. But um, I think they're slowly turning now at the moment, you know. People are looking the other way now. They're actually looking for quality life and they're looking for a place to live, and freedom and all that sort of stuff. And they're looking and who's, who's coming in? Who's moving in? Well, I'm after talking tonight to two groups of English people. One moved to Thuring, where I'm from, and one moved to Charleston out the road, they'll carry Castle they're semi-Irish they're half-Irish classic, you know what I mean they're, they have an Irish connection they have a grandfather Irish all that sort of stuff it
1: doesn't have the beauty of, of Kerry or, or Donegal or, you know the spectacular scenery what's, what's the draw?
6: internationally airport, quality life
1: so they can go down the road and get on a plane and go back to England yeah Birmingham within, within, oh. within an hour they're, so they're, if their kids are over there and their grandkids are over there they're not that far away
6: they're an hour yeah, a couple mm-hmm. said to me one day about five years ago they I going to move to Ireland it be Charleston and I says, why we can't drive, we get a bus to Athenry, a bus to Donegal, or fly over to our sea daughters back in London. It's as simple as that. Plus the value of the property down here and the quality. And then there's not alone that there's West of Ireland people moving down. There's uh, people that have lived in Dublin for years, people who may have lived in Galway.
1: An awful lot of the people I met here today are working in construction, building the roads, building houses nearby. Yeah.
6: Now, I know that's because maybe younger
1: fellas coming in and, and buying yeah. their, their food here. Yeah.
6: But what happens if that goes? What happens if construction goes? Well, I think construction is, uh, I was thinking about this before, construction is a big thing for Western people, especially around this area. I think a lot of them might just, especially young people, just pack up and go again for a few years and might go to America, might go to Europe or Britain again. That's, that's what will happen, not unless there's another industry. But as they're in building sites, they used to building sites and they would have to go. Hopefully they won't, you know.
2: Do you want a hand putting in the firebox? Oh, you're okay. no, you have no, routine. No, you've yeah. um, a routine, do you? Yeah. You've
1: a routine, do you? A routine. I have. I have. Half ten at night. The end of the day for Tommy.